0: Welcome to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast hosted by Becky Dameron. Becky was saved at a young age and reared in a Christian home. At an early age, she sought for a special relationship, Jesus Christ. As her love for Jesus grew, so did her love for his word. Becky has enjoyed leading ladies' Bible studies, speaking at ladies' conferences, and sharing the gospel with anyone willing to listen. We hope you have your Bible and are ready to dive into studying God's amazing book.
1: In our last podcast, we were talking about how the devil sows seeds of doubt in our mind. And we have to be very conscious of these little teeny seeds of doubt that come into our mind. Maybe we doubt God's commandments or or even miracles in the Bible, or truths that this is going to happen if this happens, or what's right and what's wrong. When these thoughts of doubts come into our mind, we have to squelch them. We have to put them out. They're from the devil, and we cannot entertain them. But before we think about Eve and her allowing these doubts to come into her mind, I want to look at verse 2, and I want to speculate something why doesn't verse two start with and the woman said to adam why is this snake talking to us why does she enter into a conversation with a serpent i know things were new in the world but i don't think there was talking animals in the garden i know that the devil came and entered into the snake and was talking to her why did she keep this conversation going I don't understand, but of course, Balaam talked back to his donkey, too. I guess maybe her curiosity got the best of her, like, wow, a snake is talking. I guess let's have a conversation, but we see she does have a conversation, and she says to the woman, or I'm sorry, she said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the trees of the garden, but of the fruit of the tree, which is in the midst of the garden, God has said, ye shall not eat of it, neither shall ye touch it, lest ye die. Now, some people get upset about her adding, neither shall ye touch it. I don't think it's the end of the world that she said it. I think it could be that it was a wrong heart. And we'll go through some ideas. We don't know. God did not reprimand her for saying that. But I think of it, her as saying, hey, we're not going to meddle with that tree. We're not going to even go by there. God said, don't touch it or don't eat of the fruit. We're not going to even touch it. I don't know. I, I think of it this way. If you have a child, I know I have four children and each of them, I tried to teach the dangers of fire and let's say you had a big yankee candle in a big jar and there was a flame coming out the top and you were teaching your child don't touch that flame is hot you burn yourself hot 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 don't touch the the flame the flame will burn and you're trying to teach them and then you go and do things and another child comes in the room and your child says to them don't touch that jar well, I don't think we'd be very upset that the child said don't touch the jar when you're saying don't saying don't touch the flame. I don't that's how I look at it. Like God said don't eat of the fruit. We're not even going to go buy it. But on the other hand, some people do believe that Eve was beginning to think that God's rules were more of a burden and maybe too strict, so she added that. That is possible. There there could be that thought and I could see that being a problem. But we know there's not sin in the world yet. She did not sin. There is not sin yet. The sin happened when she took the fruit. So I don't think that there was sin there. She had her flesh. Flesh is capable of doing a lot. You know, the other others believe that Adam was the one that told her and gave her the instructions about the tree. And so Adam told her, don't touch it. Don't go by it. So there could be. This is all speculation. But We don't know for sure, but she did add that. But the one thing I want to talk about at the end of what she said, she says, lest ye die. Now, God had said, ye shall surely die. He was very firm on it. That lest is putting a question mark there. I believe that the devil was already starting to win the battle of doubt remember he says hath god said you shall eat of every tree of the garden he's creating a question and it's starting to build and so then she's maybe just not sure exactly about what god has said and so he's starting to gain some ground in that area and that was that's his goal always to just little by little gain ground in our lives but then in verse 4 It says, and the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. This is a blatant lie, and it's a lie the devil tells all of us, and we believe him. It's so sad. I believe him. You believe him. Our young people believe him. It's so sad. We really don't believe that that sin is going to be... Judged as bad as it, what it will be, or we wouldn't sin. Because, as Christians, we know Christ died for this, that sin. It was so horrible. Christ died for it, but we just look at it as lightly. You know, look lightly on it. We don't look at it as so such a big deal. Uh, it's sad to see that in other people's lives too. When you're frustrated, what you're saying, don't you see where where you're heading? no i don't think it's going to be that way for me no it's true god does judge sin and but the devil says no it's not going to happen i know you know just talking with young people it's been a privilege of mine to help in youth ministry and helping just young people in a church for a long time and after you've been in a church for a long time you have living examples of people who chose different paths, and some from the same family. So you have two siblings. One chose to follow God when they didn't feel like it, when it was hard, when it was tough. They stuck it out. They submitted to God, and they have a beautiful, wonderful life. Not a life without problems, but a beautiful, wonderful life. Then their sibling gives into the pressure of the world, thinks they can go out and live like the world, and there's not consequences, and they're happy for a while. Things are going well for a while. But all of them, all of them, by 35, 40, 45, they're either divorced or they have children who don't even believe in God. Their children are are into, you know, devil, wicked things and, like, uh, Satanism. I, I, I'm using real examples of what... what I've seen. So you have, on the one hand, you have this beautiful family. On the other hand, oh, on that hand, there's even debt, like suicide death, you know, as far as not just, oh, a car accident, you know, and God took the child, took somebody home. No, this is suicide or overdosing on drugs. And yet you'll still have young people say, well, I'm still going to be a Christian. I'm not giving up on being a Christian, but I just don't think that. All of God's commands are applicable today. Like, I don't think we really have to follow all of them. And I think you're too strict. And really, rock and roll music is not of the devil. And, oh, girls can dress with hardly any clothes on and, and would still be a Christian and love God. And, oh, and yet really that living together and all that, that's that's just the way that we want to know that we're the right one for each other, but we're still Christians. We still love God. I, I know some who are sodomites and they say, Well, we're Christians. We love God. Well, if they're Christians and they love God, they are not going to partake in that sin. That's straight against God's commandment, and, you know, living together and adultery. But for some reason, young people don't believe this. Uh, truth of God's word that you will be punished for sin. And the the serpent lies to them as he lies to this woman that ye shall not surely die. It's not going to be that bad for you. And so they, like the young man void of understanding in the book of Proverbs, they just go right on that path. And what does the Bible say? They're like ox being led to the slaughter it's so hard to see. It's so hard to know where they're going. It's not any special powers to know where they're heading. It's not, oh, I can see the future. No, it's just that God's word is true. And, you know, you might say, well, I know this person. They live up the life. They have lots of money, and they've got things. They've got a beautiful wife. We don't see eternity. So it might look okay for them here, but Jesus gave us a glimpse into eternity for a man that I just described. This man had everything. Wealth, just servants all around him. And the Bible says that the day he died, it says, and in hell he lifted up his eyes. We don't see that. So we doubt God's word. We doubt that there's really judgment. Remember the psalmist? He got down because he saw people that didn't love God and didn't serve God, and they seemed to be doing great, and they just seemed to have everything going for them, and everything was going their way, and, and for him, it was a struggle. He was really struggling, and so he began to doubt God. He's saying, "Why? why is their life great and mine hard. But all he had to do is get into the sanctuary, as the psalmist says, and then he saw their end. We have to have faith, as we talked about in the last episode. We have to understand that even if we don't see the judgment of God, it's there, and it is coming. And so we cannot believe the devil's lie. And I want to go on to verse five where he continues because he says, Not only ye shall not surely die, for God doth know that in the day ye eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened and ye shall be as God's, knowing good and evil. That's another lie that we tend to believe. That God's withholding something from us. He's just trying to keep our life from being fun. He's trying to keep us back from good things. No, God is doing the opposite. He's trying to give us good things, but we are so ignorant and so stuck on ourselves, and so blinded by our thoughts and our thoughts only that we think that God's trying to keep back something good from us. Just like the devil's saying here, he's saying, You know, your eyes are going to be opened. What are you thinking? God just doesn't want that for you. He doesn't want you like him. We know Satan thought that he could be like the most high. We read all those verses the last episode when we were talking about the devil. Oh, he knew he was lying right there. And as we know, he is the father of lies. And as you can tell, I just get angry thinking about the devil and how he lies to us. He knew exactly what happened with sin and how that you're not like God whenever you lift yourself up. No, he got kicked out of heaven and judgment already has started for him and he's just trying to get anybody else to come along with him. It's not that your eyes are going to be open and you're going to be like God's knowing good and evil. No, it's awful. And yet we fall so many times to the devil's lies Ladies, let's not let that happen today. Don't let ourselves be trapped into thinking that God is withholding something good from us. He wants the best from us. Let's always be following his commandments. Let's be honoring him with our lives. Let's be loving him with our whole soul, our whole mind, our whole body, every aspect of us. Let us be serving God. It's so worth it. And it's not worth it to do the opposite and fall prey to the devil's
0: tricks. Thank you for listening to Come Magnify the Lord with Me podcast. Please join Becky Dameron each weekday for a study through the Bible from a woman's perspective. If you've enjoyed this podcast or have any questions, please reach out to Becky through Come Magnify the Lord with Me Facebook page. Until next time, God be with you and may he greatly bless you as you continue to grow through following his word.